The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Algorithm month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're taking a look inside the black box that is Google's search algorithm. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead SEO strategist and the CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. And today, Jordan and I are going to talk about how ranking factors relate to Google's algorithm. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. Jordan, welcome back to Algorithm Month on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. This is going to be a fun month, and uh, we're, we're just getting started. I have bad news for everybody listening to the Voices of Search podcast. Oh, boy. It's just me and Jordan this month, so buckle up. Yeah, that's going to be pr- pretty painful. Sorry about this, guys. We're going deep and hard into the algorithm, and we want you to know that it's just going to be the two of us making a mess of things. So that said, Jordan, we're talking about ranking factors. Last week, we talked about what the algorithm is. And so my takeaway here is the algorithm is not an algorithm. It's a bunch of algorithms. It's a bunch of these systems, crawl, index, search, and they evaluate, sort, and match all of your content. But really, there's a bunch of different algorithms that are at play. Freshness, relevance, video, imagery, a whole bunch of different ways that Google's built technology to evaluate a piece of content to figure out how valuable it is and where it should rank. But then to the side of this, there's these things called ranking factors. Let's start off by talking about what is a ranking factor and why is that different than one of Google's systems or one of the multiple algorithms that Google implements? Yeah, absolutely. Ranking factors are a way to really unpack 
the way that a search engine applies different data points or different insights they gather to prioritize the results in their search engine. And so the reality is that there's these systems that are kind of like the foundation that help Google collect and process this information. And then there are the various algorithms that are being applied to that data to help tweak what's happening. And ranking factors are the interpretation of those systems and those algorithms being applied. And I think that's the most important thing is that a ranking factor is just a set of criteria that we have applied as the industry or even Google has applied as the operator of the search engine to better understand how this the results are being compiled, essentially. I have two comments. One, huh? <laughs> and two, isn't a ranking factor just a variable in the algorithm? Isn't the algorithm saying for this query... Here are all the various variables that we're going to evaluate, and some are more important than others for specific queries, right? Maybe your site speed is more important for one query versus another, or your content length or whatever it is. But there's all these different variables. Isn't it just part of the algorithm? Isn't it just something that Google is weighing to help evaluate your content? I am so glad that you positioned it this way, because this is exactly where many folks in our industry get massively tripped up and so many website operators and businesses become so confused. Ranking factors are not the inputs to an algorithm. They can be from times, but it is not mutually exclusive that a single ranking factor is the input that actually binds an algorithm. In many cases, the algorithms itself are taking into account a collective of ranking factors Or in some cases, an algorithm may not even be looking at ranking factors at all. They're just simply processing certain information that is not derived to be a ranking factor. And so to answer your question, they're not mutually exclusive. No, a ranking factor is not an input to an algorithm, but it's the best way that we can analyze and interpret what is changing and how things are changing within the algorithm. Jordan. Yeah. Huh? Let me get this straight. So a ranking factor is this thing that you're supposed to optimize for. I want my content length or my keyword, you know, targeting to be right. And that's going to, you know, whatever it is, my site speed. I need all these things to be perfect. And they're not actually part of the algorithm. So they do or they don't impact how you rank. Well, they absolutely do impact how you rank. But I think the more important notion for our listeners to understand is that they're not mutually exclusive. And this is what makes SEO so challenging. You can't just have a binary ranking factor, pull that lever, and miraculously on the other end, it's going to impact the algorithm and you're going to show up higher in the rankings. That's not how it works. And so the reality is that it's important for us to understand how to evaluate ranking factors, to use the data from ranking factors, and then come to conclusions that can holistically help us improve our websites and thus the positions in Google instead of trying to like hack the algorithm by using ranking factors. You're talking a language that I don't know if I understand. This must be pure SEO. <laughs> but maybe it would be helpful if you give me an example of a ranking factor or a type of ranking factor. Sure. So one of the ranking factors that we spend a lot of time talking about on the show is site speed. 
We talk about site performance all the time. And we, we make a big stink of it, partly because Google makes a big stink of it. But also, we've seen a lot of our clients be very successful in improving their performance in Google by improving their site speed. But this is not necessarily a mutually exclusive ranking factor that drives an algorithm. There isn't like an algorithm that Google has that's just sitting around going, Ah, I figured out that this speed is the right speed. And let's make this website show up higher. No, it's it's an evaluation KPI that can be analyzed as a ranking factor and can be one of the elements that's used in the algorithm to adjust rankings. And it's not that they're mutually exclusive and they, they kind of like work hand in hand harmoniously. They don't. And I think that's the challenge that most people have. And if they did, here's what would happen, right? The entire tie would rise evenly, right? So what would happen is, if you're in position eight for all of your keywords, then you would be in position six tomorrow in all your keywords. But as we all know, that's not how Google search works. And, and we've never experienced Google search to work that way agnostically across an entire website. So I think that one of the things that is important here is that not all keywords are necessarily determined the same way, right? That whether it be ranking factors or, or the algorithm you know, different queries are going to be recognized and evaluated based on a different set of variables. Bingo. Absolutely. And Google talks a lot about this. They talk a lot about the fact that different factors impact different keywords and thus different factors need to be applied to different web pages of your site. And that's a very hard thing for websites to do because typically webmasters, engineers, and product teams, they're trying to make holistic, horizontal changes that impact the whole website, not just one page. Yeah, it's never going to hurt your website to make your site faster. You're never going to be penalized for faster site speed, but it might be a waste of time optimizing pages where your site speed is already faster than everybody else that's delivering content. Bingo, that's a great reverse way of looking at that situation, right? That's exactly the way you can interpret the fact that these things are not connected to one another. I got to say, I'm still confused. Break down ranking factors a little bit more for me so I understand because I'm still thinking of this as, look, each query has its own set of variables that you need to optimize for. You don't necessarily know what they are, but when you change the content or the technical part of your page, then you're going to perform differently. And isn't it the algorithm that's interpreting those changes? Absolutely. And they are. And I think that to understand ranking factors, you often need to understand the way that various companies or agencies are trying to provide you the information. All ranking factors are not created equal. They can be derived from different sources of data. They can be derived using different types of calculations. And so the reality is that you really need to understand what the intention is of the company to help you understand those ranking factors. And then you also need to understand how, what data and calculations are using to validate whether or not that ranking factor is impacting your website. So that's just kind of like a cautionary viewpoint on how ranking factors are bundled or, or analyzed by various companies. But to simplify things for listeners, there's really kind of two buckets to look at for ranking factors. There's typically technical ranking factors and there's content ranking factors. And there, there are so many different ways of analyzing the factors that are within each one of those buckets. 
and they're constantly evolving. There's new ones being introduced all the time. And the reality is that the factors themselves help you understand what's going on in your competitive set, on your website itself. And those should be then used to determine what you want to change or improve on your website. So there's technical and there's content ranking factors. And we can go into a little bit more detail about what those are. But I I think I finally figured out a metaphor (laughs) that helps me understand the difference between the algorithm and ranking factors. And and it's a, a diet metaphor. To have a healthy diet, you need to have a balance of carbs, fat, and protein. To be healthy on Google, you need to basically optimize for crawl, what the index is, and what the search experience is. But it's just not that simple. You also need to have the right balance of vitamins and minerals while you're also consuming food. So if you're just eating one thing over and over again, you're just going to be a little bit out of balance. There are these other sort of micro factors that are in the things that you're doing. I would say that that's part of the algorithm, but you're going to disagree with me that you need to make part of your habit. If you don't get enough vitamin B, you're going to have problems. If you don't have good sight speed, you're going to have some problems. And those are kind of the difference between, in my mind, ranking factors and the algorithm. That's a great way of looking at it. And that's precisely the complicated thread that we're trying to explain here is how do all these different elements come together to create a healthy diet? Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So does Google actually talk about what the ranking factors are? Yes and no. Ranking factors is really a, a byproduct of the search industry. So the SEOs of the world and the data companies have come together to provide ways to better understand what's happening in the algorithm. And I like to look at it from that perspective because the majority of the publications and the information that you'll read about ranking factors are coming from those sources. But yes, Google does talk about ranking factors from time to time. And they do mention at times whether or not something is considered a ranking factor. Um, Recently, uh, there was a... I think it was an office hours with John Mueller where they talked about content length and whether or not content length 
was a ranking factor. And John Mueller basically said, no, it's not really a ranking factor. But he didn't address the answer as if content or content length is or is not a ranking factor. He addressed it from the perspective of content quality. Because that's really what Google's trying to measure. They're trying to measure content quality. And we use various factors to describe that. Okay. So this concept of ranking factor is not necessarily a Google-generated idea. This is something that the search industry has produced as a way to try to talk about the data that it, in aggregate, has analyzed that there is some proof that impact performance on Google's search engine. Bingo. So we know for a fact, because we've tested it at search metrics, that site speed has a dramatic impact on how you rank in Google. Google is not saying, hey, site speed is one of the variables in our algorithm. You should optimize for this ranking factor. It's just something we know from empirical data that's been collected. Correct. Okay. That is correct. Jordan, I'm starting to get it. I understand what ranking factors are. They're these made up (laughs) things by the search industry that we know have some effect on search rankings. They are not part of the algorithm. They are what we think are part of the algorithm. Correct. Correct. And in many cases and in many industries and for many keywords, there are pitfalls and opportunities that can be had using ranking factors. And I think that it is up to the the decision makers of these websites and the great SEOs that are listening to this podcast to make those decisions. And I think that's the interesting part is that this is invariably one of the most important data sources that you can use to help you make decisions and choices. Okay. So we know that there are certain things that impact what your performance and search are. We call them ranking factors. We break them into technical and content. Give me the big ones. Let's start off with the technical stuff. What are the big technical ranking factors? Yeah. So we already kind of mentioned one of them around site speed. And that certainly is one of the critical ranking factors. The other one that that I think is really important to note here is hygiene. So again, that's not necessarily a ranking factor. That's, that, that's what I use as kind of like a, a tag to cluster ranking factors. But this includes things like errors that you might have on your website, server errors, page errors that you might have, redirects and bad links that you might have on your website. The hygiene and quality of your website matters a lot to Google because that's ultimately how people are going to consume the information. And that bucket within technical ranking factors uh, to my opinion, is is the most critical one uh, next to speed. What about things like getting into the the index, uh, submitting your sitemap? Are, are there any other ranking factors around those things? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you can evaluate those criteria based on different mechanics. It, I wouldn't necessarily call them ranking factors per se, but what you can say is that there is a body of work around how to establish sitemaps and having them or not having them as one way of looking at a ranking factor. Obviously, it's again, it's more important to kind of have the groundwork in place, the foundation in place more so than anything else. You know, the big difference here is that sitemaps are often considered part of just the groundwork and the foundation of what you do. And you don't, you don't, you have to have it in order for Google to find your content. And there's various tactics in order to get Google to find your content. So it's not mutually exclusive, but The long story short here is that um, it can be evaluated as a ranking factor by the industry, but I wouldn't necessarily think that Google looks at that as a derivative of how to rank a website. 
So talk to me about the content ranking factors. What are the biggest things that the search industry thinks are impacting what drives your performance from a content perspective? Yeah. So from a content standpoint, there are a variety of ways to slice ranking factors. One of them is relevancy. And so there's a variety of different relevancy scores that are considered ranking factors. So we've talked about things in the past like TFIDF, which is term frequency on pages. There's also different ways of evaluating the distance or the relationship distance between the core keyword or the title of the page and the body and the substance on the page. There are even other ways to evaluate content that may be considered a derivative of a ranking factor. But the most important content ranking factors that exist are ultimately the, the content quality. So measuring the, the usefulness of your content. It is the relevancy to the main keyword that you're trying to go after. And then the third one is relationships. So the relationship to your content versus the other content that's actually available on the internet. So those are the three overarching concepts that are really considered ranking factors in content. So I don't think any of this is groundbreaking. It's a lot of stuff that we've talked about on the podcast before from a technical perspective, getting your site speed, making sure that you have good hygiene, right? Keeping your site up to date is going to be a ranking factor. That's how Google is going to interpret the strength of your domain at some point, the technical expertise that you've put into it. From a content perspective, it's what content are you putting on the page? How does it rank for the keyword that you're trying to reach? And what's the relationship with it to the rest of your content and the rest of the internet? If other people are broadcasting that it has a signal of being valuable content, Google is going to take that into consideration as well. You mentioned John Mueller too, and how there was some recent news about ranking factors. Talk to me about who John Mueller is and, and what the recent news related to Google's announcement about ranking factors. So John Mueller is, uh, for those of you who, who are not familiar with John Mueller, John Mueller is the senior web trends analyst for Google. And he hosts, you, they used to be Hangouts, but now they're on YouTube. These sessions where he would answer questions for SEOs about you know SEO. And they can be very, very tactical in nature about a website and what's going on. Or they could be very broad and overarching in terms of like what's going on in the industry or, or explain to me what, what ranking factors are. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, John highlighted that word count is not an indicative of quality. And he was very clear to highlight that, you know, quality metrics are not necessarily, you know, a pure view of what a ranking factor is. And he also mentioned the quality rater guidelines, uh, which is really interesting and a nice segue because that's kind of the next big topic for us is talking about these Google guidelines and, and how we, we adhere to them to improve our performance. So what I'm hearing is that John Mueller on some level is an, an analyst for Webmaster Trends, but really he's the Wizard of Oz. Right. He is an evangelist for Google to help the SEO community understand what Google thinks about the search industry and how they should think about what's happening at Google, how they should interpret it. And he is talking about ranking factors, which muddies the water a little bit in terms of whether Google is creating ranking factors or whether it's something that was created by the SEO community to understand Google. But he's talking about some of the different ways that SEOs should think about optimizing their content and saying content length is not a factor. 
that you should consider. Content quality is. And there was also some stuff about URLs and characters. What else What else did he talk about? Yeah, in the past, I mean, John and, and others have mentioned things about like, what is the general, um, you know, statement on URLs and having keywords in the URL or URL length. You know, there's been a lot of discussion around ranking factors and site speed as we've discussed. And the reality is that, you know, Google is always very careful in the way that they answer these questions about ranking factors because they don't necessarily want to point people into just one exclusive direction that, oh, you just must focus on the keyword and the number of keywords or the length of your URL. They want you to focus on the collective of these factors and they want you to understand how to make the best experience for consumers. And so using data though helps us to best justify that and best understand what's a priority. And I think that's why ranking factors is so important for us to discuss because this is a tool that we use to understand Google's algorithm. And without this tool, we'd have far less knowledge and insight into doing our day-to-day jobs. Finally, you said something that helps me understand what ranking factors are. (laughs) So at the end of the day, ranking factors are, um, let's call them a manufactured term by the search community where we collectively have done research and analysis to understand what drives results on Google. We've broken up into technical and content ranking factors, but they are theories of what is in Google's algorithm. They are not actually part of Google's algorithm. You got it, Ben. Finally, we figured it out. I think you finally figured it out. (laughs) All right, everybody. I'm, I'm halfway to becoming an SEO. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Schaap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this show and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 